If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch was probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. Available now from Saskatoon Folk Rap Records, Mental Health Day, the new album by Winnipeg rap icons Gruff and Yai. The eight-track record is available now on vinyl, on cassette, and in digital formats from saskatoonfolkrapperecords.bandcamp.com. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. As the regular listeners to the show know, I try to keep it as diverse as I can on the show as far as musical genres. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things I, I sort of fall back on as sort of regular um, styles of music I talk about. Lots of punk rock, lots of country, lots of hip-hop, lots of jazz. But uh, the guest on the show today is someone who is doing a style of music I haven't really delved too much into. Uh, definitely not on the show, and even not that much in my own listening as well. Uh, I'm interested in it, but it's not something I have a lot of knowledge about. So I have a lot of questions for you, and I think that the best way to start this off is if you would like to just uh, introduce yourself and maybe give a bit of background about what you've been doing in Winnipeg uh, over the last few decades. Well, okay. My name is Rodrigo, Rodrigo Munoz. Um, I, I'm originally from Chile. I came to Canada in 1975. Wow. I was only I was only 12, and then I uh, I studied at the university for music for early 80s. Okay. For about four years, and then uh, around 1989, I I started actually my my band that I still have, Papa Mambo. That's a long time. It's uh, a long time to be a band for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I mean, I, I did, I did go back to live in in Santiago, uh, Chile, okay. for eight for eight years for a while. I mean, eight years, so quite a while, uh, from 1993, and then I came back to Winnipeg in 2001, and I I picked up uh, right where I left. What is uh, uh, I guess what is to you the 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 appeal of the Winnipeg music scene? Because like you said, you you've been here, you've you've gone away, you've come back. What is it about this community here in Winnipeg that that works for you as an artist? Right. Yeah. So, so f- uh, I'm just gonna, of course, speak only for myself. Sure. Uh, which is always best. Yes, and, it is. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and so uh, for me, it works because it's a, uh, the right size of of place. Um, it's it's not too small. You yeah. know, because sometimes well, there are places that are quite small and there's not enough work or, you know, not enough great people to work with. Sure. You know, and, you know, there's problems. Uh, but also it's not so huge that is there's a 
a rat race going on, you know, like some I find that and I've lit, lived in some big centers like Santiago was like a yeah. close to 7 million people. And I've been to Toronto many, you know, many times and I great places, Montreal, great places, love them. Uh, uh, but there, you can see the a little bit of the of the rat race there between sure. mus- musicians. They kind of like really uh, sort of <laughs> grabbing onto each other, trying to you know get uh, uh, the uh, the spotlight. You yeah, know? yeah. And and it's uh, for me, it doesn't work. You know, I'm, I'm for many people. Obviously, it does. Yeah. But for me, it doesn't. So yeah. So the, the Winnipeg is the, the right size of city for me. Cool. And well, I mean, I think that it's it's obviously worked out for you because you. I mean, Papa Mambo is definitely a, a well known name in Winnipeg. I mean, you know, I, I started going to shows probably just shows in general in the mid '90s, and I, I remember, I've seen your name on posters, you know, so many times over the years. So <laughs> yeah, you've obviously yeah. made an impact locally in in the, in the music scene here. Um, when you started, though, where did you sort of find? Um, did you find a community within the larger music scene that suited your style? Because, I mean, there's lots of genres in Winnipeg, but what you're doing is it, it's it's fairly a niche in a city like this where, you know, I mean, there's certain styles of music that are popular and you're doing sure. something different. Right. Uh, so I, I'm, 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 I use asking me regarding community about musicians or yeah, the audience uh, or both well maybe both maybe both might be a good question okay. yeah okay okay well I'll, I'll talk about musicians first sure. i mean uh musicians there's musicians everywhere everywhere in the world you go you yeah. you uh you pick up a stone you look under and there's <laughs> musicians <laughs> yeah uh and 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 you'll find uh, great musicians everywhere and if uh, Winnipeg's no exception there's a lot, lot, lot of great players here um you know that's we can go on that's another yeah theme about uh, why there's you know some people say there's oh, there's so many here i i think it uh well anyway yeah let's not yeah. go into that uh, <laughs> I what I at, at first I started out with uh, playing with my uh, fellow uh, students at, at the university. So they were all classical musicians, right? Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, great, great, great people. And uh, back then, I would uh, I didn't know how to write for pop music, you know. So I would write out every single note, you know, give the piano player these incredibly long <laughs> charts, you know. <laughs> they needed like a thing things were rolling in, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, but eventually, I I I I, um, I was invited to play for this uh, Latin jazz band, which is like kind of weird because I mean, and they were not non-Latin players, right? Okay, they were okay. like, you know, people not not Latin yeah. players. Uh, but they really like the the genre, the Latin jazz stuff, which is a uh, in my case. It's Afro-Cuban jazz. Okay, sure. There's, there's also when you talk about Latin jazz, you can also talk about a Brazilian, which yep. are they're related because they both have the Afro in them, but they are separate things. So I, I mean, I, I do the the Afro-Cuban thing anyway. So they they were doing uh, things by Poncho Sanchez and Pete Scobito. You know, Scobito, you might uh, know. It sounds familiar. Yeah. Her, yeah. His daughter is very famous, Sheila, Sheila E. Oh, right? okay, yeah, totally, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. 
E stands for the Escobedo. Right, right. Anyway, and 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 um, and so they invited me to play uh, percussion, and then I I saw these guys, and they were not uh, classical musicians. Some a lot of them had obviously had some classical training yeah. in their lives. Great musicians, and and I believe it or not, I kind of discovered Afro-Cuban jazz through them. Oh, cool. <laughs> Which is kind of It's kind of backwards weird. what you would expect, yeah. A yeah. little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've had heard a little something before that, and I was, I was, uh, before I met them, I had heard some stuff, and, and I was uh, attracted to it, although I did not understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I was invited, and then I, I played with them, and then I saw some musicians, and then, I shortly after that I started forming my own band. I stole all, not all the musicians, but most of the musicians from that band, and 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 then that formed the basis of Papa Mambo back wow. then in 1989. And um, you've you've persisted since 1989. You're still you're still active and you're still you're still doing this. Um, what what has kind of kept you going over over more than 30 years of playing in in that project? Right. Uh, okay. So I mean, I, I I do other types of music as well. I guess I still play classical music. So yeah. people are, uh, you know, some actually a bunch of people just know me as a classical guitarist. Okay. You know? okay. And, and one sometimes they see me playing percussion and they did like, come on, what? <laughs> <laughs> or the other way around. Anyway, but so so that which helps has helped me a lot because uh, of. Uh, uh, to increment my income. Sure. Yeah. You have multiple uh, options of where you can play and who you can play yeah, for. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. And it's something that a, a lot of Winnipeg musicians do. Definitely. Uh, play different genres, do this and that because uh, you gotta, you know. Yeah. You gotta be working. Yeah. 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 If you want to make a living.
Uh, the, the length it, of time you've been doing this, what what keeps you going? What keeps you, I, I guess, motivated right. to to continue doing this after after you know a lot of artists would would stop, you know, after decades or so, especially with sure. the same the same project, right? Right. Yeah. I guess a, a lot of them are smart enough to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I just I just love it. I I love the performing part. Yeah. You know. I I. Uh, uh, I've I've always liked the stage, you know, uh, the 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 attention, the clapping, you know. I I make no clues about it, you know. It's like I know that some people they 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 kind of they tend to hide that part. It's like, oh no, I love musical because of art and right. blah. You know, <laughs> I just go, hey, I just like being on the stage. I like the attention. Yeah. And like and luckily for me, you know, I have some I have some musical talent, so that way I you know I, I don't just that's important. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that way I'm not just this fool on stage that tries to get attention, but yeah. you know, can bring something to to the table. So that's that's uh so that's what really keeps me going, the the uh, the uh, the performance part of it. Although, you know, there are other layers. Uh, lately I've been doing a lot of uh, writing okay. and arranging and that uh that keeps you going, uh, you know, as I'm getting older. Yeah, yeah. Well, for sure, yeah. yeah. And I guess, like, the fact that you are playing uh, a very energetic style of music, it's got to help too, right? I mean, you're, it's upbeat, it's active. I mean, the crowd's active, the crowd's dancing. That's got to help yeah. for um, the, the motivation to keep doing it, I'm sure, is getting that kind of response uh, and that kind of yeah. just energy, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, we just played a gig at the, uh, at the Osborne Tap House uh, okay. on Saturday. And actually, it was a uh, it was the first gig for the uh, the bigger band, right? Because you have the two uh, versions, a, right? You have the the, the trio yeah, and then the, the larger the yeah. little trio, yeah. yeah. And with the trio, we we you know we've been been playing through the pandemic, you know, doing at uh, first. I know when the pandemic first hit, we were doing a lot of uh, online stuff, you know, okay. people yeah. hired to do online, so which is great. But like you know, like like most musicians, we uh, you know struggle at at first for sure. And then, uh, and lately, of course, we've been playing uh, live gigs, uh, a lot of uh, stuff for for uh, at hospitals too, because I have some connections there, so okay. that helps. And 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 now, finally, lately, some sort of more regular gigs, and that was uh, the one on Saturday was one of them okay. because we hadn't we hadn't been in a, in a that type of a, you know like in a pub with a, with a bigger band for two years yeah, you know, yeah. Since, so so that was very exciting and, and then and uh the uh we had one rehearsal and the rehearsal didn't go very well it was, <laughs> it was, it was like so i was kind of scared and then but uh, i don't know i guess we got on stage and uh, we, we we did all right and uh, everybody was happy so it was a it was nice to be back on stage again. Once you're back on stage is it kind of like the muscle memory kicks in where you just start you get right back into the mode even after two years Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> when you have the two, the two different versions. I mean, the trio versus the the bigger band, which is what about eight to ten people, I imagine. Yeah, well, uh, it you know it always depends on how much money there is. Right, right, right. Sure, sure. Right. Yeah. So on, on on Saturday we had a six piece. So we had uh, four people in the rhythm section and vocals. Yeah. And we had two, two horns. Okay. And but yeah, you're right. Usually uh, the big band is is a minimum of a uh, eight piece you know minimum yeah 
when it comes to um, selecting songs for the, the the different projects, is it a completely different um, sort of like you see your brain figuring out this is something that will work with a trio and this is something to work with the big band? Or are there certain songs that will kind of float between the two? Yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, repertoire that uh, we can actually do uh, with a trio or with a bigger okay. band. We, we managed to... Uh, uh, the trio has... When we first started, we were more limited because we, you know... Less uh, we didn't know. <laughs> yeah. So, but eventually we found ways of 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 sounding bigger and 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 like uh, Victor Lopez on on the electric guitar, or the Cuban tres, which is a yeah. sort of a Cuban Cuban guitar like. Uh, you know, he's doing the uh, the horn lines on it. You know, and Amber, he's she's playing the bass with the left hand on okay. the keyboard yeah, yeah. and doing the uh, cording or comping on with the right hand and singing. At the same time, and and me, I'm I'm playing like a like a percussion uh, uh, kit, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to do a whole all, all the the whole Afro Cuban thing on just just by myself. So that has grown into a thing of itself, and so we are able to do a lot of the stuff uh, with either band. But there are some stuff that we sort of like uh, no, it's, it's, some some stuff that you have a lot of a lot of horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, and then the guitar tries to play it, and, and he'll be able to play the line, but it's just uh, it's not the same, right? No, the same. So some tunes, you're right. Some tunes just like no, stay on on the on the on the one side. Yeah. Do you have a preference? Like, are, are, at this point, are you happy to play in either one, or do you have one that, that you prefer to perform live with? Well, you know, it, uh, I mean, if, if not really, I mean, it, it, they both have their, 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 their charms. Uh, sure. I mean, the, the big band is uh, for, you know, you hear all the f- full horn section behind you and that's when it's working, it's great. Yeah. Uh, but for, for that, you need to, uh, you know, to be playing a lot, Yeah. The, you know, you know. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, uh, at least not yet. We you know the so. Yeah, so I, the, I guess the the, the, the three piece is more portable, right? I mean, you can, you can, the, the amount of venues you can play at is got to be absolute, a lot larger with with that setup. Absolutely. So because of that, uh, because we don't want to play so much with a big band right now. Yeah, it doesn't sound as great. It sounds pretty good. In my opinion, but it doesn't sound as great because okay. it's it, you need a band like that to be like constantly playing, you know. And then after a month of everybody playing like three or four gigs a week, then it's like sounds like a, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but unfortunately, you know, right now you can't do that. Not yet. The trio, least, well, hopefully that'll change, right? Hopefully that'll change yeah. with the trio because you know we're so, so much more compact. You know, we uh, we're getting a lot more gigs, so we are playing all the time so we're, we're sounding really really tight yeah so right now i really enjoy the trio because of that that makes sense yeah
In all this time with with Papa Mambo, you haven't done a ton of recording, have you? You only have, I think, what three three albums out at this at this point. That's right. Uh, so one see. every ten years or so is that, <laughs> is that, is that the math? <laughs> Something like that. We done uh, we done a few. Uh, I don't know what they call it when single tunes EPs or something like that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we've done one. We done four. Four. Okay. Big productions. Okay. And a, and a few other little EPs here and there. Well, I, I guess the reason I asked is, do you think of it more as a as a live band than than a, a record a studio band? Like, would you? It, I imagine live is what you would consider to be the best setting for someone to experience what it is you do, right? I, I, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I. That's what I want. I want to be on stage, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But at, uh, I, I, I like, I like the recording. Uh, session too, and 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 uh, you can really polish polish things up on on the studio, you know, and yeah, get a yeah. get a really nice product out there. But I like both. Things. Okay, okay. Or, yeah, no, fair, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, do you th- have you seen um, as far as the local music community? Have you seen things kind of? in the time you've been doing this sort of change where the style of music, the styles of music you're playing have become more, whether popularity comes and goes or if they become more something that other artists are, are following in, in your footsteps and, and trying to play this kind of stuff, or are you still fairly um, on your own out there doing what you do? 
Because I know there's lots of jazz artists, but Afro-Cuban jazz is something very specific. And right. I mean, the same with the, the trio as well, right? What you're doing there is very, yeah. very specific as well. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's where the, the, the thing about that we were talking about before, uh, being this small place, yeah. you're sort of kind of a, like a big fish in a small pond, which is great for us. Sure. Right? You know, you get more gigs and we're the only ones. Which is not, we are not the only ones. There are a, a few other uh, Latin bands out there. Yeah. But they, they haven't been able to, to to get to that level where everybody knows them and they're playing gigs all the time. They haven't gotten that yet. Uh, so we're still the kind of like when people think of uh, Latin music, they think of us. Yeah. And uh, and that's that's great for us, you know. Um, but yeah, they, they're, there's the... When I first started the band, like back in 1989, the Latin community was much smaller I, I bet, than, yeah, it is, yeah. than it is now. And then, so at first, uh, my my audience was, it's never been really, but uh, at first was never Latin people coming to my shows, because otherwise, you know, and also if the uh, immigrants, when they first arrive, they don't have... Uh, they're not established yet. Sure. Yeah. So much so that they don't have like uh, just cash to go and spend on, on the pub and drink away all night and or go to a expensive concerts, right? Yeah. I mean, understandably, you know. Yeah, why. for sure. Yeah, it makes complete sense. Yeah. 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 Well, so my so my my audience was uh, non-Latin and still is for the most part. Although I've noticed over the years, in the last twenty years. That I'm seeing more and more Latin cool. people coming to my to my shows because uh, uh, more Latin people and also uh, some of the communities are more established now. You know, second generation. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, so they they have uh, the cash to to come and spend at shows and whatnot. Yeah. Well, and you've had the I guess the benefit too of of introducing a lot of this stuff to the non-Latin community who maybe you know in a city like Winnipeg wouldn't have had access to it. 20 years ago or 10 years ago um, but maybe they, they do now because now, now they know what they're looking for when they're searching for music online or whatever because they've heard you or they've heard some of these other bands kind of uh, get, get yeah, them started. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'll take credit for uh, for some of that for sure, yeah. Uh, and, and of course, then there's uh, there's the internet. <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find anything you want on there. So yeah, for yeah. sure.
the way the internet is now with music, I mean, I'm still a Luddite who listens to physical music. I still listen to CDs and tapes and records. I, I, I can't. I'm too set in my ways to switch over to Spotify and all that stuff. But the way music is consumed now is obviously very different than it was when you started out. Um, how have you found kind of um, dealing with this this brave new world of, of of the internet where you have to be constantly promoting yourself and you you know interacting with everyone and putting everything online? Has that been an easy transition for you to go from uh, the way it was before to the way it is now? Right. Uh, well, it it's it's a sort of a 50 50 kind of way. some okay. things are, are are a lot easier and some things are not as easy you know it's like uh, you, you, you like you were saying uh promoting yourself you have to like be, do things online yeah. and, and social media you know what have you like uh twitter or, or all of it <laughs> instagram uh, uh facebook uh uh, TikTok, whatever you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it is a it's a bit tiring sometimes. You know, when you you know you're sitting in the keyboard and you go, okay, yeah, like, oh no, I got to put this on Instagram too. <laughs> and uh, so it is a bit tiring, but uh, you know, I, I'm able to do it. I'm not I'm not as good as uh, some of the younger people. Sure, who yeah. Kind of. They they're born into it. This. Yeah. Yeah. Born into it, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh it's, but it's not hard. But it's definitely not. Uh, I'd rather not have to do it, <laughs> but you you have to do it. Yeah. yeah. And and on the other hand, uh, some things are much much more easy. I mean, when when I was back then and back in the late mid '80s or late '80s, I was like uh, churning out like photocopies of of. Uh, posters yeah and i was out there myself with some friends or uh, you know like putting stapling posters on yep. on things in the know, middle of winter and all yeah yeah I, yeah. I, yeah yeah so it, it, i did that for several lots of years you know and, and then uh so and i mean i guess some people they still do that a bit you know i guess posters will probably never go away probably but, not no um, but I definitely social media uh, is where I, lo- I get a lot of uh, people no- find out about, you know, they go to my website yeah. or whatever, different social media uh, outlets. I, 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 I'm, I'm, it's so much easier to spread the word that way, you know. And yeah. also, also, also because, you know, <laughs> back then I was much younger. So it's yeah. like, you know, I know. You got more energy for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No problem. Do, do you, yeah. um, has it helped in terms of getting uh, people to hear your music sort of outside of your your main audience? I imagine because it's online, people can hear it really anywhere in the world, right? Has that have right. you seen that uh, right. increase since since things have sort of gone in this direction? Uh, yeah, there's 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 always a bit of that for sure. I uh, I the, the thing is that I'm 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 not I'm. I'm doing all right uh, working with the uh, with the internet. Yeah. But I've, like I said before, I'm not great at it. You know, some people are really yeah great at especially it, especially the they, people who grew up with it, right? Of course, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they excel at it, and then they're just like uh, you know, they're just very good at it. You know, and 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 uh, I get along with it, but uh, <laughs> it's it's hard. But uh, uh, and, and also. Uh, it's probably always been this way that there's always uh, different audiences f- 
for different genres, you yep. know, people, uh, I mean, there's, there's very few people who are sort of into, into a lot of things, you know, you know, like you are into probably a lot of yeah, different types just of music. Based on doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, 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 but you know, the, the, the uh, the norm, you know, right. the norm, right. Most, most people, especially when you're young, you know, you sort of like have this band and this genre that yeah. you go into it and you stick with it, you know, and then, uh, uh, and then there's another band or another. Yeah, the, the, it's a different crowd, yeah. you know. And they sort of all these little pockets that some, they don't mingle too much with that. I know what you mean. It's yeah, a, yeah. It's a, especially when you're younger, you know, you're sort of like a you find your little group of people and you kind of stick with them and you, you know, yeah. You stay there and don't yeah. leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you get older, you're like, ah, whatever. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you picked from different piles that. and sorted out. Yeah. That's yeah. fine, you know, I like it. You know, back then it was like, Oh you listen to this go. For sure. Yeah. Oh, you listen to that. It's like, oh I listen to that. Now it's like, yeah, I like that song. Yeah, you I don't you don't care anymore, that. right? You don't care about what the, the image is, you just like what you what like. What is this? It's disco. So I don't this <laughs> shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. I like it, you know. Yeah. But that's when we get older, you know. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm almost forty, and I've, uh, I'm at that point for sure where I just, I, I like what I like, and I don't care at all if it. What are me... you still very young? But yeah, you're not, yeah, yeah. You're, not you're not like a <laughs> not twenty uh, or eighteen or whatever. Yeah, Abs- yeah. Yes, absolutely, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, um, what is what's the best way for people to hear you now? I mean, obviously, the good thing about this being a podcast is people could hear it the week it comes out, or they could hear it, you know, a year down the line. What's the best way to uh, kind of keep in touch with what you're doing and find out about upcoming shows and things like that? Right. So the best thing to do would be first to go to my website. It was very simple. Papa Mambo, one word, papamambo.com. Cool. That's my website. Uh, and then I have uh, other stuff on social media, you know, Instagram and Facebook yeah. and Twitter. And, and you seem that. pretty easy to find on there. I mean, I, I found you pretty yeah. right away. So yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And then your, your, your albums that are out now, where's the best way to get those? I mean, is it mainly, are you mainly selling them uh, on CD or digitally? Or no, no. Through my website. If okay. people go to my website, there's, there's a place where you can go see and then uh, uh, you, they can find it on, uh, well, it used to be ba- uh, CD Baby, but CD right. Baby is no more. That's gone, And, and yeah. they're still... Yeah. They're still around, but they don't do the uh, yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's it's all on on the different like um, uh, like Apple Music and Amazon and yeah, all the places people buy music these days. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they gonna they, there's there's links on my website where you can just click and then people it'll take you to yeah awesome well yeah I'm, I'm glad i'm glad you're still doing this i mean i i i definitely i've seen you live a couple times over the years it probably the first time would have been in the mid 90s maybe and i mean that's uh you know the fact that you're still doing this now is cool because i mean like i said i don't think a lot of people especially on the local level too, stick with one project for for as long as you have so it's, it's nice to hear that you're you're still actively doing this and hopefully you know once things clear up with the pandemic you can start playing more more shows and and, and crowds will be more willing to go to shows and things like that but yeah i agree yeah. yeah it's nice nice to hear and uh, i hope to uh check you out live again sometime because that i mean going to uh see live music is always great and most of us have missed it for a long time now but especially going to see something with that kind of energy it definitely uh i think 
helps with the enjoyment, especially after a long time yeah. of just sitting at home and listening to music on headphones. Seeing something that that kind of positive and upbeat is is, is always nice. So yeah. Mm-hmm. 